1: Hello, my name is Josh Weller, and I'm Alfie Brown, and welcome to Dirty Air. (sighs) It's a non-race week, after the intensity of the, and I needed a week off. I needed a week off after the Miami Grand Prix. It was like a neon heart attack mm-hmm. watching that race. A luminous cartoon nightmare. Um, I've had a lot of people quote back to me your line. I said in the podcast last week that you were saying, Why have they got mermaids at the pool? Are mermaids were they from America? A mermaid what is and I said they can't show actual American culture on the during the grand prix and you went yes it would be a if they did it would be a big pizza and a school shooting Mm. um i've had multiple people contact me about that
0: quote great a lot of podcasts make their money from um merch so maybe we could do like alternative grand prix advertising (laughs) (laughs) like miami gp a big (laughs) Big pizza pizza and and a school school shooting shooting. (laughs)
1: silverstone british flags but not racist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah! Yeah, yeah. Spanish Grand Prix upcoming.
0: Sorry, it's boring. Sorry, it's boring. The Spanish Grand Prix? It's going to be boring. I will put money now on the Spanish Grand Prix. Is that because you don't think that there could be two entertaining ones two years in a row? It's always generally a boring race. The last... Spanish Grand Prix was amazing. It's my favorite kind of race. Lewis got pole mm-hmm. and then he do you Remember those days? I do remember those days. <laughs> our salad days. Lewis got pole and then immediately Max took him at the first corner. Mm-hmm. And then it was my favorite kind of Verstappen overtake. It's what I call a fuck you overtake <laughs> because it's like he just drives he overtakes the other driver by driving across where he's about to drive. It's just like, yeah, die or have me overtake you. Fuck you. A fuck you overtake. I love it. Um, Max was ahead for the whole race. It was the one where there was a little moment in the middle where they pitted and Lewis had uh, was ahead of Max. But then as soon as they both pitted, Max got ahead of him again. And then Lewis did a two-stop strategy. Uh, they, Red Bull, It was they fucked it. Uh, and Mercedes were geniuses. And there's this great F1 video where they're all communicating with each other. Bono and Toto and all the other people going, listen, we need to not tell anybody that we're going to pit. And then just immediately pit for a second time. Max's tyres are not going to last this whole race. And Red Bull have fucked it. And they think that they are. We can't let them know that we're going to stop again. He, they stopped again. And my favourite, this is the, the best bit of it for me, was Lewis. You know there's David Attenborough... Um, uh, you know, the, 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 those programs where, like, there's like a pack of hyenas or like some sort of leopard chasing down a gazelle and it's just sort of swipes and grazes across the ass and the gazelle slowly bleeds out and dies but it <laughs> takes ages and then finally there's the teeth around the neck moment and it's 20 laps, he's 20 seconds behind he gains a second lap on Max and then with mm. six laps to go just takes him round the outside like two trailer park girls
1: go round the outside, round the outside around the outside I mean say what you want
0: about this year's championship and the, and the
1: Leclerc-Max rivalry but I miss from last year I miss the cutthroat rage and anger of that title fight and I call, I call it sharking which is what happened last year at the Spanish Grand Prix which is which is when it says on the screen, laps till Lewis catches Max, and you're just waiting. You're, you know that he's going to get that opportunity. You just know that there's going to be that moment where he's going to go for it. I love it. And, but if there's anyone in the world who will stop you from doing that, there is. like, Charles, will, he'll let you take the corner. He'll let you have that line. He'll rescind his position to keep his car. Mm -hmm. Max will destroy himself, Mm -hmm. kamikaze himself. Mm. I met someone this week. I did a gig with a comedian who told me that she was in an advert with Max Verstappen to advertise the Dutch Grand Prix. And she had to give Max a parking ticket for driving too quickly around the Dutch circuit. And they filmed it at night. And Max's dad, the uh, infamous Jos Verstappen, Man, Soft J, yes, a man who, when he wasn't um, driving Formula One cars around tracks, was driving cars into his ex-wives. Um, <laughs> 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 Just stating facts. <laughs>
0: Do you get away with that legally? Is that legally like? I mean,
1: it's on it's on the Wikipedia page. It, it, I, and he also smashed the man's skull and with his dad. Is that on Wikipedia? Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Max Verstappen and Jos's dad, grandpa. Staps. And Wikipedia
0: uses the language "smashed a man's N- no, skull."
1: No, no, they were they were a little um, more neutral about them with their wording, <laughs> but they had to settle, didn't they? After Max, something like Max lost the race and Jos beat up the dad of the driver that won the race when they were kids, and then Max's dad had to settle out of court.
0: That's love.
1: And, you know, it was worth it because Max is now Formula One world champion champion of the world anyway in the advert uh max is racing on the track and then Skull gives him the parking ticket and jos verstappen is jos is max's manager Mm. and um the comedian was recounting to me that in between takes jos wouldn't let max get out the car because it was too cold outside and he he would lean in the car and like make someone put the seat heater on and turn the heating up so his son wouldn't get cold and i i'll be honest with you I'm very confused, that's how I feel about that. On one level, I think it's very sweet. On the other level, I think it's mental. Max was like 23.
0: Yeah. Uh, Also, it's not, it's like the opposite end of mad parenting that I expect. Like, because you think about Formula One, like, driver's fathers. And what you imagine is the father making the son sleep in a shed to sort of toughen them against the elements. That's what you imagine. But what you've got here is you've got, a, like, a mo- a molly-coddling F1 dad, and I don't expect that. I wonder if Joshua Stafford was the sort of dad to wear one of those, like, fake breasts that you can wear for breastfeeding your, like, he breastfed Max. Like, he didn't let, he didn't let Max's mum breastfeed him. He went, no, 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 I will, It's very normal for me to breastfeed my son, and I will, I will breastfeed my little boy, Max. <laughs> He will not be cold, I will mother him, and then he will be champion by drinking from my fake breast.
1: Is any, if, if anyone um, wants to look it up, there's a very uh, interesting video on the internet before the race of uh, Jos Verstappen photographing. The, the pundits walk past Jos-, Jos Verstappen and he's photographing what looks like a car before the race when they're all on the grid. And the commentator goes, oh, are you um, photographing the competition, Jos Verstappen? And he goes, no, 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 they're nice girls. And he was just photographing the pit girls that were... Oh, no. <laughs>
0: Oh no. Embarrassing <laughs> horny dad. Embarrassing horny dad whose ethics haven't quite caught up to modern standards yet. Right. I mean not least photograph if if anything, I'd I'd choose my dad photographing women over breaking somebody's skull in. Like a fucking villain out <laughs> yeah. of casino.
1: I actually had I had a very interesting um, racy week. I went to Silverstone and I raced um, a single-seater engine around Silverstone.
0: That's so cool.
1: And I took the helmet that I wore for the Dirty Air in the on the podcast, so you can look at oh, it right now, that yeah. helmet. I took that with me. I wore that. I accidentally left it there. Um, and yeah. uh, they give you all your stats afterwards. I probably did about 20 laps.
0: You have to bring um, your own helmet.
1: No, you don't have to, but I thought... Oh, you, I you thought chose to
0: rather than be in another man's sweat. Yeah, well, I, th- I thought
1: they'd think I was a pro. If I'd showed up with my own hat.
0: And given that you've showed up with your own helmet, uh, so as to appear more professional to the people running the uh, race day. Yes. Do you think you managed to maintain the impression of professionalism after they saw you driving? Uh, no. I think oh, okay. think.
1: Well, well uh, for some context here. So um, the fastest lap mm-hmm. was one minute, eight seconds, right? Mm-hmm. My fastest lap was one minute, 42 seconds. Right. Uh, I watched Nico Rosberg doing a lap, talking you through how to do a perfect Silverstone lap. Was he and, there? No, no, on YouTube. Oh, on YouTube. Went around a friend's house who has the F1 game, hours and hours and hours doing Silverstone lap. I was like, trying to learn it. To, I was like, I'm going to get this down. But I obviously... There's, there's the Stowe circuit, which is the mini circuit inside Silverstone. And it was that. So it was all pointless that I'd learned or tried to learn how to do the perfect <laughs> Silverstone lap. It was a different circuit. I did a different circuit. Okay. But the thing's called drive Silverstone. It should be called drive inside Silverstone. Yes. Drive a circuit that is in Silverstone. Well, don't tell me I'm driving around Silverstone if I'm not driving around Silverstone. Anyway, three people wrote off cars that day. So, they bought in this like hunk of crap that I had to sit in, and I just couldn't shift it from fourth to third gear. It just could, I just couldn't get it in gear. Mm. So, I, no, don't give me that face. <laughs> you're, giving, you're giving me the face of like, of that
0: I, I didn't know how to drive. This I is ca- like you talking about like Latifi complaining about the car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah sure, Nicholas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah. My hand was. Because uh, it was gear shift as well. Yeah. My hand was bruised when I got out of the car. Like, like James Hunt in the uh, 1976 uh, final J- Japanese race. Mm-hmm. When, he, when his hand's all bleeding and he's like, what tyres, is Nicky going on? When we go on those? That's what my hand was like. Um,
0: <laughs> That's a good James Hunt, by the way.
1: Thank you. They take you out with the safety car and then they let you do laps on your own. And I, did, I think I did 13 laps. Mm. And if you get blue flagged, that means you have to let cars overtake you on the straight because you're going too slowly. Okay. How many times do you think I got blue flagged during 13
0: laps? How many other cars on the circuit? 11 plus me, 12 total. Is it? Is it more than 11?
1: I feel like we could do this on a cliffhanger. We could get people to write in and guess
0: <laughs> and, and reveal it on the next episode. <laughs> well, I suppose, yeah, then you can hope people might forget and you won't have to reveal the number. Is it more than 11?
1: 13 laps. Yeah. Right?
0: And 11 cars.
1: 12 cars total, including 12 me. 12 cars total, including you. How many times do you think I got blue flagged? I need a number. I'm going to go with
0: 14.
1: Nine. Nine, okay. A lot. Okay, good I got Nine. blue flagged a lot. But I will say the reason that my lap time was so slow was because I genuinely couldn't downshift to third gear for the corners. I'm I, I, Okay, it felt like on the straight, I did 100 miles an hour. Mm. That's what it felt like. Mm. I think I might have been doing 40. <laughs> I just don't know. What I did, however, get was the 360 camera, which I will be posting... All of the times I got overtaken
0: to our Instagram page this week. Everybody follow the Instagram page at VeryDirtyAir.
1: Let's get into our uh, pre-race review uh, this week. Um, In 10th place, Williams, Albon and Latifi. I mean, haven't heard much of a peep from the Williams team since the last race. Alex Albon has the highest number of positions gained so far this season. I like
0: that stat. Because it it's like, oh, it's impressive. But it also means, oh, you've started very far back quite a lot. <laughs>
1: yeah. So it's
0: like, you're oh, you're good, but you're shit. Like, who's the best shit? Like, cause Stroll's the... also right up there. Stroll is, I mean, listen, that Stroll's, I... Stroll's proving you
1: wrong. He's proving me wrong. Well, he's not proving me wrong. I just think in the narrative of F1, he's no longer the guy who, it's a shame that Mazepin left because it it put the spotlight back on Stroll a little bit. But um, I think he's driving really, really well this season. He's good enough to be an F1 driver. Um, Latifi, also Williams, uh, Latifi uh, had to hire bodyguards. Do you know this? Um, For when him and his girlfriend uh, went out for dinner and Latifi hired bodyguards, which I think a little bit unnecessary.
0: Yeah, it's a really, it's like a, it's a power play, isn't it? It
1: makes sense to me. That's why Nicholas Latifi crashes so much. Now I've seen um, his girlfriend. Of course, you'd want to get out of the car as quick as possible and, and, and into the
0: jacuzzi. Yeah, he is, um, he's, I think, fair. it's fair to say that if he wasn't an F1 driver, she probably wouldn't be going out with him.
1: Why he? While he may not be punching up the pack during the races, he is punching above his weight in his
0: relationship. Um, but maybe he's a really brilliant kind of raconteur. Maybe he's like Noel Coward. Maybe he sits down at the piano like every night and is... Singing, "Let's do it, let's fall in love," and everybody's like gathered around the piano, and he's like having an amazing time, and everybody loves Nicholas Latifi, and she she didn't even know he was an F1 driver. She just saw him in a tuxedo playing piano for everybody in this marble hall.
1: Alfa Romeo drivers do it. Williams drivers do it. Even Sergio Perez does it. Let's do it. Let's finish a race. Um, (laughs) I hope that, um, I know they're not going to do this um, because um, it won't happen, but I do think Latifi out and get Jamie Chadwick from the W Series in. I've been watching the W Series races and she's, firstly, the structure of the W Series races is is so cool because it's on a timer, you know, like the F2, F3 races. It's not the number of laps. It's, it's the timer. And, and because there's no money in the series, the cars just, they look like 80s F1 cars. They've got very little sponsorship on them. They look cool and budget. I saw a driver at the uh, Miami W Series race get out the car when they red flagged the race. There was a big spot on her tyre. And she should have changed the tyre. But I could see her brain doing the maths, going, okay, that's eight grand for a new set of tyres. So she literally blew on the tyre. And just went back out. And I thought it was really cool. And I think Jamie Chadwick is, from a PR perspective, putting a woman in F1 at this point. is. If they're worried about sponsorship, surely everyone would want to. Every sponsor that's trying to find a way into F1. Yeah, Yeah, Latifi out. In ninth place in the Constructors' Championship, but certainly not ninth place in the news this week. Um, Aston Martin. um, Lance Stroll. uh, Haven't heard much from him this week. I assume he's cooling down after Miami. Um, by getting a hot stone massage next to his stepmom but a big week for Sebastian Vettel um, who appeared on BBC Question Time did
0: you end up going <laughs> no i got tickets to go but i couldn't go what did sebastian talk about on so question just, time
1: i just who thought that we would live in a world where seb vettel ends up on question
0: time what did seb vettel he make didn't of the you need to be there all like, these they are about the of ireland
1: it's just words that don't fit well together like F1 driver on question time. It just, it sounds like, like cod liver oil. They're just certain words that shouldn't be put together. And Seb Vettel on question time, he did a good job, but I, why was he there? I don't know, but I'm glad he was. I enjoyed watching it. I really wanted to go and I had a question planned mm-hmm. and my question on question time was going to, I was going to put my hand up in the audience like they do on question time and they, they go around the room, you sir, in the nice shirt, cause I would have worn a nice shirt. Because um, it's television, and they and I went. Yes, I have a question for Seb Vettel. Seb, I support everything that you're doing for the environment, and um, my question about that is: um, Why can't Aston Martin match any of the cars in regard to downforce, and why are you so lacking in straight line speed? That's what I was going to ask him. That's a really got,
0: good question. I thought it would
1: have got, got a big laugh. Uh, in eighth place, uh, Schumacher Magnuson. Um, all, all we can say about the Haas team this week is uh, no one's heard a peep out of Magnuson, and uh, Mick Schumacher went down a big slide on television. Um, <laughs> Eighth place with 15 points. You
0: got anything to add to that? Uh, no, just I'm, I'm just enjoying the juxtaposition between how Vettel and Schumacher spend their time differently away from the race. <laughs> one going on British political television and one going down a big slide. It's like he's got some growing up to do if he really wants to emulate his hero, <laughs> Sebastian.
1: Uh in seventh, Tsunoda, Gasly. I uh, haven't heard much
0: from Tsunoda. Gasly on the socials working out like an absolute beast. Oh, I know. I want to get I'm, my, my workout goal is shoulders like Gasly. Is it? He's gone too far, man. It's too much. I'm not sure it's a great look for a comedian. Comedians can't be in, like, great shape. There's a there's an ideal body structure for a comedian. It's like, you can't just be in, like, Brad Pitt shape.
1: This is the first generation of Formula One driver. For all the um, flack Lewis Hamilton takes, the influence that he has had on the paddock in regard to the way that they all walk in now like it's a fashion show, the way that they are pop stars, essentially. Um, it's the first grid where we've really seen an almost 100% hit rate of F1 drivers acting like pop stars. I would say maybe Sonoda and Latifi are probably the only two that don't, re- oh, and Albon, obviously, that don't play into that the majority of the grid now it's all about the clothes that they wear when they rock up they they're all emulating lewis in a
0: way yeah but lewis is is different everybody else is enjoying their celebrity as part of like as as part of the formula 1 whereas lewis's like uh, celebrity sort of became like something separate to what he did in formula 1 and actually i think what he did was almost cl- more smart in a way because he would do everything like his fashion stuff and wear like half wedding dress, half suit and go, isn't this brave or whatever. Um, Way before Harry Styles was doing that, by the way. (laughs) Like, um, whereas everybody else is enjoying the celebrity of the race. Do you know what I mean? Everybody else is coming in and doing kickups with David Beckham at Miami. Mm. Everybody else is on Instagram, enjoying the celebrity that they've developed as part of Formula One. Whereas Lewis sort of, of course he's famous because he's a Formula One driver, but he developed like, world celebrity status by making clothes and shagging a pussycat doll do
1: you remember when lewis went on um 60 minutes and uh played his music It's there's 30 seconds maybe less maybe 15 seconds of a lewis hamilton song that he never released And he says at the end, he's like, "I can just be." It's like being on the track, you know. I can just be me when I'm in yeah, the I've studio. Yeah, I've seen
0: that actually. I can't, and I can't think about it for too long because it makes my bumhole sort of come out.
1: I remember the, I remember the song so well. I can remember him at the beginning of the song. He goes, what and he counts really stupidly. And the song goes, "I'm in a sauna, I'm in a summoner, baby." I'm gonna never know. You should be racking with me. How, m- how many years ago was this? Me. Like ten. And I, I know it. It's in my brain. As, you should be racking with me. You should be racking. And then someone said to Lewis Hamilton, they were like, "Hey Lewis, um, how much did that studio session cost? A quarter of a mil. Okay, great. Um, listen, we, we've spoken about it. PR. And obviously, we want you to be free to be you and put out whatever you want to do. Because you know, who are we to stand in the way of you know? But um, we think that everyone will hate this. Like, and uh, he never put it out. And then he sang on a Christine Aguilera track, but he uh, was uncredited.
0: <laughs> How mortified do you think Lewis Hamilton is by that? Because this is the thing about becoming a kind of a world, like a global level celebrity in your early to mid-twenties. If I had the power, the money that matched the ego that I had when I was 23, 24 years old. But I mean, can you imagine... Him looking back on that now as a 37 year old man going, oh no, I was, I tried to be a pop star. <laughs> I think that we need to be giving a lot more leeway to people in their like early to mid 20s to be dildos.
1: Yeah, it's very big of Max Verstappen to have not put out a rap record. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Say what you want about him. He's another one who hasn't really got into the celebrity sort of. Exactly, anything it's
1: great. It. But look at Lando Norris. Like, what made him think that he could park his car outside Wembley and not get mugged? Of course, he
0: thought because that's what you think when you think you're you're going to live forever. You think you're invincible. You're unmuggable. But he's also walking at five four or whatever he's walking at. <laughs> like, you know. Oh, look at that! Look at that sort of. Look at that obnoxious child with that million pound watch. Yeah. I'll have that. Yeah, a
1: who wouldn't get mugged walking back to his car at Wembley. Pierre Gasly, the way that he's built right now.
0: Yeah. Or Alonso. Alonso's just going to stare at somebody and go, no. <laughs> not today. Not today. Nobody dies today. <laughs> my name is Fernando Alonso. Um, speaking of Alonso, Alpina.
1: Alpina in sixth. Alonso Ocon, again, not much to report there. Fifth, Alfa Romeo. Let's get to Bottas's. Time for smack. Smacky ba, ba, ba. We've been singing that song. For how many years? Eight years. Mm-hmm. We've been singing that. Finally, I know he got his bot out in Netflix, but he posted a thirst trap of him bollock down in a waterfall or whatever mm. with his with his little bum poking out. No, <laughs> no one is living their post divorce life better than Bottas. Every day it's a picture of him on his bike. With his with his new girlfriend and and then the next day it's just him in a waterfall like a far advert in the nineties when you put on European TV late at night and there's a woman and you see her boobies mm. now Bottas is doing that on his Instagram,
0: <laughs> McLaren in fourth. Let's keep our fingers and toes crossed for Danny Rick to have a better race.
1: Mercedes in third, ninety five points. Hamilton uh, was at the SNL after party last week. Do you know that?
0: No, I didn't know. Again, that. again, is this another. Instagram find,
1: yeah, he's just inching I'm himself.
0: gonna do a big follow of everybody. <laughs> up. This is a nightmare. I feel like I've not done my homework. He's inching. I've been reading the F1 website like a fucking dickhead, <laughs> like, a, like a Luddite. <laughs> and, and you've been just on, on Instagram trawling all these people's private lives, mate. Uh, Lu- good Lu- shout,
1: Lewis is the one who will he's gonna end up in like a Fast and Furious, isn't he,
0: after he retires. I just still a, small he's a part, bit too wooden i 'm not
1: saying he 'll be good in
0: it, no, but i mean i 'm just not sure that he would even be okay at being what I want them
1: to do with, if he does do this is uh, you know how the rock was a wrestler who became a movie star, mm-hmm. and when the rock started being in films, when the rock was in Mummy Three Scorpion King, it was he was billed as the rock, yeah, and then, as his career went on, it was Dwayne the, the rock, rock Johnson. Johnson. And then now it's just Dwayne Johnson. He's, mm-hmm. he's filtered it out. I want Lewis to put a word in once he starts acting. Uh-huh. Like it should be Lewis Hamilton for a bit, yeah, and then Lewis something Hamilton, Lewis
0: Zip and Zoom Hamilton, yeah, exactly, yeah, 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 and then he'll just be Zip Zoom, yeah, Zip Zoom, Zip Zoom, (laughs) Zip Zoom. That's
1: what that's what I want to see. I want him to I want him to disassociate from the name, become the entity, and then put out all his like Prince. Apparently, when he died, had like forty albums in a vault that no one ever got to hear, or no one will ever hear, and based on the material that Prince was putting out when he died, I don't think we ever need to hear it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not, a, not,
0: a, not the most consistent no. album
1: track writer in the world. But hopefully, Lewis will start putting out all his, when he leaves F1, he'll start putting out all his albums from when he was dating a pussycat adult. I'm, I would love to hear it.
0: I would love that. Yeah, maybe that's what he's waiting for. Maybe he hasn't developed more self-awareness. He's just playing a waiting game. Mm-hmm. Hey, out of, uh, so you know, uh, jo, 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 Jolion Palmer? Yeah. Uh He, you know, F1 racer, a couple of them F1 racers have become pundits. Jensen, who, out of the current stock of drivers, Mm -hmm. do you A, predict will and B, would you most like to become pundits? Um, I
1: would most like um, Sebastian Vettel. Me or... too, great, that's exactly what... Yeah, yeah. Seb, Seb would be great, and I also think Danny, obviously, would be would be great.
0: Mm, I think he'd be really good. I think he's obviously smart, a smart enough driver who would have good insight, but also could give... This is what cricket is very good at, is developing pundits who are good at taking the mickey out of each other. Yeah. And I would like to have a little bit more mickey-taking. I think um, Damon Hill, Jensen Button, and Johnny Palmer all... Top guys, but would like somebody to uh, come in who was a little bit more of a, a charisma merchant.
1: I j- again, I just I can't wait for this Hamilton Russell um, rivalry to once, once, like we said at the beginning of the show, when Lewis got pole, I went, oh, remember that? I mean, I can't wait for Mercedes to
0: get back to the front. So Oh, I, and they're I going wanna, to. You oh, get the feeling they're going to. They're, wanna, gonna, they're on the cusp of sorting out. It's a fast car. It's a fast car, and all the issues are sort of structural, and they are going to work out. And I think because they're structural, it's not going to cost as much money as if it was an engine fault.
1: Verstappen and Perez, Red Bull, second place. Now, this is where it gets spicy. There's only six points separating. Nothing. Haven't heard anything out of Max. Perez I Perez strikes me as the kind of guy who's really happy with a bag of nuts. Hey, congratulations. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I
0: wasn't even listening to that because I was thinking about what I was going to say next. And then you said that. What a ridiculous thing to say. Do
1: you not know think like unsalted, just a bag, just a boring bag of what are the worst nuts? What are those round nuts? that are brown, hazelnuts. Hazelnuts, yeah. crap. I bet you that's Perez's favourite snack. Um, He's happy to sit on a sofa alone in silence with...
0: Perez doesn't listen to music, hey, but does what he? to what are you not going to mention about Perez, Mr. Social Media? Tell me. Huh? That he had a baby? He had a baby. Hat, congr- this podcast was like to officially congratulate Sergio Perez on the birth of his child. What's very nice in the photo is that Checo is wearing one of those silly doctor's hats. Yeah. Um, and uh and it was actually a message that we got from Callum Sanderson saying, Congratulations to Checo, but surprised Darth Horner hasn't commanded he called the baby Max <laughs> Which I enjoyed. Thank you, Callum. Yeah.
1: yeah, yeah, he's gonna have to give the baby away at some point to Max. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Congrats, Sergio Perez, um, on being the daddy. Uh, You might not be the daddy of the the Red Bull team, but you're certainly, (laughs) biologically, the daddy of the Red Bull drivers. And uh, finally, I mean, what a week for Ferrari, current championship leaders. What an odd, heartbreaking, cruel, devastating weekend. Charles Leclerc crashed um, during qualifying in Monaco last year Uh, And some people said it was to secure his position, but then his gearbox was shredded before the race. He didn't get to race his home Grand Prix for Ferrari. Heartbreaking. And you'd think that would be embarrassing enough, but what could possibly be more embarrassing? What fever dream, what nightmare could happen in your darkest recesses of your subconscious And it would be crashing Niki Lauda's 1974 championship-winning Ferrari at Ricas in Monaco when you're not even going fast. Mm. He ruined a priceless car.
0: Yeah, in terms of like moments that you don't want to, you're not driving your own car. You're not driving it really competitively. You're just essentially like show ponying about. Uh, Like it's always when I think the most embarrassing place to like time to crash would be after you've passed the chequered flag and you're waving at everybody and then suddenly you like stack it into the <laughs> sidewall and go oh that was that was so silly i'd almost like i prefer to come third and not have crashed whilst waving at everybody oh man and now he's in monaco in front of i bet his family his came home
1: well they say you always crash you're more like most likely to crash 10 minutes from your house if nikki lauda had seen that he would have audibly gasped, which is no mean feat for someone who's had a double lung transplant. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, poor Nicky. Uh, we're still thinking of you, Nikki, We love you. We love you, um, Nicky. Uh, uh, Mateo Binotto has come out this week and said, uh, so the nice thing is, and here's the thing about <laughs> Spain, and here's what I uh, wanted to say, was that because this is, uh, this Grand Prix is in Ethben and they know it and they have lots of information dating back years having this is the thing about all the new race if you're if you're a million if you're on the other side of the world and it's a brand new track you're in the Middle East it's a new track it's not that easy you can't ship your off upgrades over there's too no easily. data there's no data on the track here we've got loads of data mm-hmm. and we've got you know you're close to all the team's headquarters so Benotto was basically saying right Red Bull need to stop getting better now and he also said they probably will because given the spending cap they've spent how, how are they going to keep spending more they can't keep upgrading and this is binotto's contention and he said we haven't been upgrading that much we came with a pretty good car we've made minor tweaks and now for spain we're coming in with a brand new shiny car and we're going to use it <laughs> I mean, that's not Benotto's language. Is that the, would be quite out, that a, that uh, <laughs> quite out of character for... Is that on the F1 website? Quite out of character for Mateo Benotto to talk like that, I think.
1: I think it's, um, you know, it's... I think that Horner is the kind of man who knows how to offshore where they're spending their money. And I think that he will figure out a way to continue spending money. And they'll be like... um, it says here that uh, you you spent a uh, twenty million over the budget cap on uh, front wings. He's like, no, 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 that was for the energy drink. That wasn't anything to do with us. Mm. That was just they were trying to figure out how we could transport the energy drinks quicker to yeah. their depots. The, the,
0: these lorries yeah. are going to be it driving was, oh, at like yeah. two hundred and fifty miles an hour down the M six, trying because, to drop them off at Shell service you know, stations. W-
1: what Mercedes and Ferrari and you know the, the 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 engine teams that have commercial vehicles, they have the benefit of someone goes to Toto Wolf. They go, well, hang on a minute, what's all this wind tunnel stuff? You spent. Tens of millions in a wind tunnel, and him going, no, 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 that's for the, that's for the commercial cars. That's a completely different department. Whether they feed that data back to us or not, I've got nothing to do. with. That. That's a completely different. That's all they've done with this budget cap. The bigger teams is they've just set up divisions. Oh, sure, sure, sure. So like
0: all but those it, Red Bull air races.
1: It's so hard to do with an energy drink. That's a lot but the harder to do. Red Bull air do.
0: races. They go, oh yeah, look, look at these. Fuck, mad planes and these other, like, events. And aren't Red Bull now entering some other... Re- Are they entering IndyCar or something? There's... Yeah,
1: but it's all... That's all that they're doing is they they enter IndyCar, they enter Formula E, they enter all these other things. Yeah, Purely yeah, sure. as a way of them going, all right, we need to fucking hide some money, guys. Right. Yeah. That's all they're doing. But all of them do that. Yeah. All, a lot of them do that. Formula One predictions for the... Uh, Espanol. Formula One Pirelli Gran Premio de España 2022. I feel okay. like my Spanish and my Italian are quite similar.
0: I feel, like you're, I, feel, I feel like you've got a really good mastery of a lot of different accents. And Spain is and not I one of them. I feel like Spain is not one.
1: No, that was not good.
0: Italian, like at least you're in the kind of cartoon right area. Italy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's like, you know, your cartoon yeah, basically. Pizza, pasta, Italy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah.
1: What, do you want to say in a Spanish accent?
0: No, I'm not sure that my Spanish is that good either. It's going to be a Ferrari 1-2. The clerk coming second. Right. Behind... You think this is it? Off. I think this is you it. You think he's
1: going to win his home Grand Prix? I'm no, oh, I don't think mate. that.
0: I don't think that. You are. I just, I just on another. La- he's going to crash driving to the track. <laughs> are you out of your mind? The Point of predictions is that we can sort of predict what we we can manifest what things into want. existence. Yes. And is 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 that not the right thing to want? I uh,
1: yeah. I mean, look, listen. I want a we. Want, I want a toilet seat made of gold. But it's just not kosher. To quote Austin Powers, I it's. I don't think no. Carlos. Okay. Suppose... No, 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 listen, stand by it. Stick no, 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 to no, 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 no,
0: no, I don't predict it. I just predict it into existence. Okay, okay. What do you predict the podium will be? Ugh, Verstappen. <laughs> <laughs>
1: well, he won his first race there, didn't he?
0: Yeah, he, if not for a, um, a strategy fuck up, he would have won it last year as well against mm-hmm. a much more competitive Mercedes. Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah, I mean, whenever you're predicting these things, it's very hard to predict anything else other than where well, you just pick between uh, Leclerc and uh, Verstappen. But I mean, I think Ferrari will... Basically, my prediction is that Ferrari will come back uh, stronger this weekend and you'll see a much more competitive Mercedes. Those are my those are my two predictions.
1: I'm predicting a bit of a... I think Red Bull are going to drop the ball this week. I think we might see a rogue podium. I think we might get a Russell-Leclerc... Um, Ricardo, <laughs> Ricardo, <laughs> maybe this weekend. Okay. Let's read out a question from one of you guys. Please send us in questions every week. We will read as many as we can out uh, at Very Dirty Air on the old Instagram. Um, from Sophie Gulliver, she says, Hi, lads. I bloody love your podcast so much. A question for you, dot, dot, dot. Out of Lando, Stroll, and Latifi, who would you, who would you rather put up a 12-person tent with? Stroll's stepmom does not feature... Heading to Barcelona next week. I can't wait. Cheers, Sophie. All right, Sophie. No need to brag that you're going to the race, all
0: right? But also, you did choose to read out that she loved us. Yeah, and I'll leave that in. As yeah, well. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Thank you for saying that you love us. Yeah, that's true. And really I hope sweet. you do enjoy the race in Barcelona. I'm just saying. Doesn't you know that song? If, that- if anybody knows that, what that... Where are you going? Barcelona. If anybody knows that song, it's from a musical, and also knows um, like stuff about Formula One. There's just no way that me and you shouldn't be friends. If
1: anyone knows that, we'll send you some some dirty air merch, which is coming soon. Yeah, great. I'm shrugging while I say that. Yeah, it's not. We have no plans to make merch. Would you? Would you guys buy? Let us know. Would you buy dirty air merch? Hey, if
0: if you have favorite uh, at the beginning of the podcast, we mentioned false Grand Prix adverts. Yes. Uh, It's a really good idea. And, uh, you know, any favorite sort of jokes that we've made that you can remember that you think might make good merch. Let's do that next week. Let's
1: tag every race. Jeddah, no women allowed.
0: That's nice. That'll sell so... But you only make, like, women t-shirts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Perfect.
1: Who would I rather put up a 12-person tent with? Um, I mean, it was out of stroll... It was out of Stroll, Stroll, Latifi, and and Lando. I'm going to go with... I I think Latifi would know how to put up a 12-man tent. I think you'd have the most fun with Stroll. And I think Lando would sit there on his twitching, live streaming it, or moaning that it's too hot or too cold or too rainy or too windy, or that a dog ate his meal or some
0: bollocks. Lando would be making shit jokes about how bad you were at putting up the tent without actually helping putting up the tent.
1: Yeah, at one point while you're putting up a tent with Lando Norris, you'd look at one of the metal rods in your hand that will erect the arc of the tent, and you'd contemplate thacking him over the back of the neck with
0: it. Mm, you'd go, because you know how you like you pull them apart, and then you stick them, there's the there's yeah. the metal bit that go the black bit goes in, yeah. and you make it long, yeah. but actually it comes in a big stack of them at the beginning. Yeah, You'd be going, I could do, I could brain you with this, I could really damage <laughs> you, because like you're being an irritating little... <laughs> Shit. But I get the feeling that Lance would just go, oh, uh, yeah, why are we doing this? I can just pay somebody to do this for us. <laughs> just,
1: Lance would look at the instructions and be like, he'd do that thing because he pauses a lot when he talks. He'd be, he'd be like, a, uh, well, uh, it's saying here that part two latches into uh, part seven. But I'm flipping the page. I can't find the rods. Uh, and then like... <laughs> I like Latifi. I like her. and Latifi has this kind of Kermit the Frog. There's like a little Kermit going on with Latifi and the way he talks. eh?
0: yeah. <laughs> he looks like the most likely to go camping, Latifi. Yeah, because he's wearing those
1: dad shorts all the time.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's yeah, not yeah, a cool yeah. guy.
1: No, that's why I like him. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with Stroll. Sorry, it's close between Latifi and Stroll.
0: Hmm. I think the big takeaway is that I don't want to put up a tent with Lando Norris. <laughs> yeah, More like... than I want to put put it up with one of the other two, I just don't. I'd go, as long as it's not Lando, I'm okay. He doesn't eat... Uh, Lando Norris doesn't eat fish. Because he finds
1: it weird. Landon Norris has never been told to eat his meal, has Mm. he? His mum's never been like, well, you have it for
0: breakfast. Yeah, he's a fussy eater. I'm going, after all of that, I think I'm going to go with Nicholas Latifi.
1: I feel like Nicholas Latifi's tent, given Nicholas Latifi's race record, his tent would be the first to collapse in the middle of the (laughs) night. (laughs) Uh, that's it for this week's Dirty Air. Join us after, immediately after the Spanish Grand Prix. And uh, we will have a brand new episode for you out next week. Thank you so much for joining. If you've liked the show, please comment, please subscribe, please share it with people. I'm Josh Weller.
0: And I'm Alfie Brown. And this has been Dirty Air. See you soon. See, I never thought in a million years
1: I'd have people following me. You know, fans. I want to share it with them. I want to see what they think. And, uh, you know, my work ethic is exactly the same here as it is when I'm in the racetrack. It's just here I can be. Ten get in your shadow, my baby? I give my diamonds and zero compared to you, baby. to you, baby. There's nothing nobody can show me, you already. You should be rocking with me. You should be rocking with me, telling you now.
0: Hi.